You're listening to Brew with the Bennets, which is now available on Patreon. Would you like an extra episode every week available to you on a Tuesday and also early access to the normal episode? (laughs) Keep going! The normal episode, which comes out on a Sunday, you can access that on a Friday. This is all for the bargain price of £2 per month. If you would like to do this, then sign up now! Yes, sign up now! Sign up today! Welcome to the Brew Crew. My coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hola, ¿qué tal? Muy bien. Gracias, gracias. Hola, ¿qué tal? Muy bien. Gracias, gracias. Welcome to Brew with the Bennets. This is your podcast of choice in that you have chosen to listen to this. Yeah, well done. Well done. Hello. <laughs> Good God. That is, it's the most, every time you do an introduction, I've realised there's two things you do. What? You sing, <laughs> you, you run aground. What do you mean run aground? There was no running aground. You, you run aground. I was firmly in the air you there. You sing. You flying w- high. You warble, you run aground. I didn't warble. And then you start talking absolute bollocks. There was bollocks. no warbling. It that was, was smooth as a baby's arse, that mm, was. It was, it was. It started out like yep. it just it just it just rambles. It's a rambling introduction. Look, love, you've got no room to talk with your croaky I jokey. Well, really annoying to me. Brew with the bad throats. Oh. It is. It's weird. No, I'm it? good throat. You're bad throat. I am. I'm good throat. Cut throat. Bad throat. If yeah. I was a pirate, I would be called pirate black throat. Bad bad throat. Did you see that? Um, oh, did you see throat. that number plate I saw yesterday? No. I put it on Instagram, our Insta page, what? and said, what do you think this person does for a living? You what, didn't see it. What was the... Do you look at anything I put on our our Insta page? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. You're an absolute turd. I'm a busy man, you know what I mean? I've, I've left that side of the, the business to you. Look, the look at this. What is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a car part. B-L-O-2-N-O-B. Blow to knob. Blow to knob. I think that's a private ledge, <laughs> is it? Yeah, of course it is, you dick. Unbelievable. Wonder what they do for <laughs> a living. Do you think they're porn? Porn, porn. Well, people. that was my idea. Bloating. But up. do you want to hear some? Maybe of the, it's a request. Do you want to see some of the responses we got? So, um, Blow Sarah Little knob. says, "Blow glass nose for the ends of curtain poles." Hey, oh, blow blows glass. glass bits for the ends of curtain. Yeah, poles. was her not not her first thought, of course. Uh, follows Boris Johnson around. Inked cookie said that one. Right. Uh, Tina says, not doing it well to just be driving a Volvo. No. <laughs> I mean, it's the most sensible. Mind you, I love a Volvo. If it was, if it was someone in the porn business, yeah. then at least they're sensible enough to buy yeah. one of the safest cars on the business. So mm. I would say that if they are in the porn business, they will rubber up. 
because they're driving a Volvo, which has got the, one of the highest safety, safety records. Uh, do you know what's a bit of a weird one there, though? Oh, is that, I don't know if I can do this today. You're annoying. Oh, what? Just speaking? Yeah, it's really just annoying. Just get past it. Okay. Imagine you're doing a podcast with don't someone do else. Don't do croaks on purpose. You so- I think you're playing on it. <laughs> Shut up. It you, doesn't sound sexy. You'll enjoy this because it's like you're doing it with someone else. So imagine it's someone else and not me. I was thinking if you if you have got a private reg. Um, Don't strain your voice. Let the mic do the work. Turn that phone over and Don't shut up. Don't you dare. Stop interrupting me. I'm trying to get a point out here. You're making yeah. me talk more. Blow to knob. Blow to, that's what you'll be getting interested you'll in be getting in a minute. A blow to the back of the head in a minute. <laughs> I tell you. Swing, <laughs> swing one of those footstools yeah. straight across your bonds. Um, so yeah, I, I just think it's a bit of a weird. You, you could have anything, and it's a, it's a bit of a thing to be walking around, driving around with a blowjob car. It's a bit of a if it is if it isn't if it isn't in the industry or they are in the industry. It's a bit of a weird thing to go. I love blowjobs. It's like walking around holding a calculator that says boobies. Well, I was. Ten- it? It's a bit of a childish. I was ten. Thing. Oh, it's not that silent. needs to stop. Yeah, I'll put that on silent now. God, it's chaos this it's morning. It's not chaos. Shush your face up. <laughs> Um, I was tempted to just stick around just because there was nobody in the car, obviously, because I was stood there taking a picture of it. I looked a bit of a dick. But um, I was like, shall I just hang around and see who gets in the car see and just ask is. them? like, Do you like blowjobs? Oh, yeah. Um, can I just ask you, what's the deal with the, the number plate thing? What if they said, I don't know what you're on about? What if they just turned around and went, yeah, I blow knobs for a living? No. Good. Good. No, well done. Might, like it. You might say, it's blow to NOB. I'm a hot air ballooner. Well, that's the point. I wanted to know what they did. I don't know. It's Blow just a rude... Now. I didn't think you were allowed to do rude ones. Because why can't you just have F-, F you? Fuck you. Yeah, driving about with that. That'd be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Can you describe the, the car? Just going through a speed camera. F you. Yeah. But you can't. No. I think this, I thought there were certain things you weren't allowed to put on your like, car. see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Just massive ones. Just massive ones. <laughs> Um, anyway, Anyways. first thing I want to mention before we start the pod, first thing. Hate it when you say stuff like those this. Those trousers are the greenest trousers. I noticed these the other day. Yeah. They came in the room before you did. These it's like are. Gemma, it's like Gemma is walking around in a pair of curtains. They're massive. They're flared. They're the greenest green. They're like Wizard of Oz, Dorothy Gale green, the Emerald City green. They're so green. Even Greta Thunberg would say they're a bit too green. They are bright green. They are angry green. They're not they angry are, green. Well, That's the absolute opposite of what they're intended to the portray. Al- alarming green. <sighs> Describe alarming green. them. They're green for fuck's sake. What say. material are they? Uh, I don't know. Polyester. They're flowing. Um, the thing is, um, I, I said to the coffee club this morning because they did... They did comment on my green trousers. Well, and also when I wore them out on uh, Sunday night to the pub, um, they commented on my green trousers what, everyone again. in the pub? Green trousers! No, no, just the people I was with. They were like, wow, we love your green trousers. So I've worn them quite a lot, really. I love them. Right. And I said this morning to the coffee club, what do you think of immediately? And I cocked my leg up with the, with the trousers. You cocked your leg and up? And I went round like each dog. individual around the you... table and I said, what does it make you think of when you look at my trousers? Stop, stop a minute. No. I need to picture. <laughs> yeah. Where was your leg? On the table? It's like this. I went, Liz, what does this make you think of? And, she, and I went, Liz. And she went, 
can't remember what she said actually somebody else said the green green grass the blue blue sky and then somebody else thought um green stop fannying about with me fucking mic um <laughs> so angry everybody's sort of meant and then ellie just said happy so then i said they're my pharrell trousers right. and i said they are my positivity pants i put them on today for positivity really yeah can i tell you what they remind me of what home base uniform Oh. So I used to work for home base. You didn't wear green trousers. Yeah. Did you? All bright green. Oh, yeah. The thing about that uniform is it was, in terms of Saturday jobs, it was the worst uniform. Yeah. I think you'd have been less conspicuous mm. goose stepping around in an SS uniform. No, the thing is. Because it is. Would you have rather gone. Because obviously home base was a rival of B&Q. Now B&Q was all orange, wasn't it? Oh, orange that, and black. Yeah. So you you looked a bit more like a cellmate. Yeah, but orange uh, was the accent colour for B&Q. Yeah, it Whereas wasn't all orange. home base, for some reason, went, we're going full green. Yeah. And it was the, so bright. Mm. And the other thing as well is because I didn't have time. I wasn't that sort of person that got up because I didn't get up early. So I wouldn't go in in one set of clothes and take them in my bag. Nothing's changed. No. So then I'd be on the bus with bright green legs and a coat and everyone knew you were from home but you looked like a pixie wandering around no you didn't it's all it's it so exaggerated it was so shit. bright it could have stopped traffic get though. over yourself well, you should have been proud me. wearing that green and people would have looked at you and gone look at that young lad he's got a job he's working he's earning himself a book or two he looks like well a, done you yeah and he looks and like also you bellend. sell plants that's brilliant well done but you look ridiculous no they never nobody so... said that i went on that bus and i asked them all and they <laughs> I actually, I remember going back to 1996 and getting on that bus that you went on every day. And um, I did, I surveyed every single member of the public who saw you yeah. wearing that uniform during that period. And not one person said you look stupid. Can I just tell you? Go on. Because we had the, or, you know, green trousers. Yeah. yeah. The B&Q was orange. Mm. IKEA was yellow. Mm. We could have all clubbed together. Mm. Human traffic light. Yeah. Possibly. We needed a red. Though. That was lame. Peter's pizza up. Oh, yeah. Bring pizza in for the red. I knew you weren't going to go with that anyway. It was lame. As I was saying lame. to that to you, your eyes just zoned off. Over. But they're very bright green, Gemma. They are, and fuck you, I love them. They look like Do you love them. They look like you've been used to wipe the makeup off Kermit the Frog. Don't you just love them, though? They're very loud. Yeah, but don't you love them? I mean, do you love them? They are personality. Do you love them? Yes. Do you know what I did yesterday as well? I've got a fantastic night coming up. Um, Some of you are involved in this. I think you gig in, sadly. But some of you may recall that I went to a 90... No, what did I go to? 80s. What was that night? 80s night, wasn't it? You look like Madonna. Yeah. No, I dressed up as a working girl kind of vibe. Big hair. Big hair. Um, And then this time it's 70s. And yesterday at Next Clearance, I got the most banging outfit for my 70s night. I'm not even joking, right? They had these, um, it's almost like ribbed material, material, obviously it's material, ribbed like finely knit flared trousers that are green, not as bright as this, but a green with a a silver thread going through it. Um, So they're going to like stretch over my ass. Um, and top of my legs and they flare out at the bottom they are banging and they were only seven quid it was absolutely a dream so you're going as like abaresque and then I'm going and then I found this really like almost glam rock sparkle top 
Right. And um, you're not fancy wearing like one of those funky gilets they wore in the seventies or denim. There was a lot of denim going about. There was a lot of denim actually. Like a denim gilet. Yeah. I, no, because I've gone more glam rock really for a night out. You know what I'm saying? Well, you could find a silver and gilet. I just need to go around all the charity shops and see if I can find myself some platforms because I think that would really finish mm. it off. Um, what should I do with my hair? Shave it off. No, don't be stupid. Um, I would just, uh, I don't know. Are you going to wear a wig? I suppose it was like the long hair with the bangs, wasn't it? You know, mm. the big, big fringe you ABBA. You time to grow that, Or I could just go ABBA. Basically, the wig I wore for 80s could pass off as the 70s as well because it was like big. the era. Yeah. Can you cut the wig? The only problem with the wig was I got very, very hot when I was dancing. <laughs> And it came off halfway through the night, and then I had massive wig hair. Dancing, it, it was, was just moved. like slapped down on the my forehead with that, sweat. As it's working its way back, you look like a reporter in a weather storm. I didn't did you? wet to the forehead. Yeah. Also, there's a bit of a weird vibe going. So, also, you're looking at me. You, you're diddling with a toothpick. It's because I've got my old love. My old keeps getting filled up. When are you going to sort that old? Twenty first of March. Oh, you've got a date now yeah. for the old. Well, I did have a date, and I had to cancel it and rebook it because mm. of the pod record. Remember? Oh, I'm sorry, I ruined that. <coughs> it's all right. So, is she going to fill your old? She's filling me old on the twenty first. So you're wandering around with a toothpick like Clint Eastwood, and also you've got a stain hey, on this Make my sweatshirt here. Oh shit! I didn't see that. What's going on what there? The fuck is it? Oh, you look like you've been breastfeeding. I haven't. Oh, I know. I held a baby at the coffee shop. It's probably a baby stain. <laughs> it's probably a baby stain. What a morning. Bright green, personality trousers, toothpick in the mouth, yeah. baby stain. Yeah. And it's not even, just gone 11 o'clock. Mm. Wow. So there you go. Um, can I tell you about my... Um, Traumatic hotel experience number two. Please. They're following me around, aren't they? I've also noticed, just to tell you, I looked on the location... Um, <laughs> Prodding me with your yeah, toothpick. Location um, of our listeners again. And do you know where Ipswich is? Second from bottom. You're not a popular in Ipswich. And I think right. it's because of the hotel. Have I slagged them off? They're not happy. Ipswich aren't happy. Oh, no. Have I made enemies? You know, most people listen to our pod in London. That surprised me. That Why? shocked me. Why? I don't know. There's no sort of north-south divide on this podcast. No, not from us there isn't, but I just thought we would be too common for London. Where do you think, what do you think London is, mate? I don't know. London isn't full of people like Jacob Rees-Mogg wandering around in top hats going, I thought, oh, darling, what a wonderful day. Should we go and see La Bohème? Or Bohème, I can't even say it. That's how <laughs> working class I am. <laughs> Darling, La Bohème. Darling, we're going to be late for the opera. Quick, nom, 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 nom. No. What's that? Just What's a posh nom, noise. Nom, nom, nom. Oh. A posh noise. Most people in London aren't from London. So mm. me- that's the mistake you make. Uh. There's, there, there could be people, there's many people lived in Uddersfield in London. Okay. It's, a, it's irrelevant. London is just the name. Okay. It's a melting pot of culture. I'm not sure any stats on ACAST anyway. I don't know. I don't know where anybody comes from, really. Can I tell you? Yeah, go on then. So, um, I was working last couple of nights um, at the big night of the musicals. More on that to come. Uh, I was doing some script work and. Uh, I was put into a hotel, so... It's going to be on ITV. It's going to be on BBC, actually. Oh, sorry. It couldn't be more wrong. So, I was in this hotel. Obviously, voice hasn't been great, but I thought I'd take the time when I'd finished the script work to go back to the hotel to rest, Mm. to try and get right. Yeah. So, get to the hotel. 
They give me the room. No problem at all. It's uh, it's a nice hotel. I'm not going to name it. Yeah. Uh, for reasons which will become obvious shortly. Okay. Get into the hotel. Yeah. Get into my room. Yeah. I, I, I then put the stuff, you know, the classic thing. So I lay on the bed, put the telly on. It was about 10 o'clock at night. And I just knew like the air con was doing like a weird noise, like a clunk, 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 clunk. And it wasn't regular. And then clunk, 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 clunk. So it was like an air vent above the bed. bed. And then a, then it had just washing of water. So it sounded like you're sleeping in a dishwasher. And it would stop and then go silent for like an hour. And I just thought to myself, I, as I was watching telly, I was thinking, I was watching Guy Martin, that's going to be a problem. But I'm so tired, I think I'll sleep through it. So anyway, go to bed. 2.30, quarter to three in the morning, whoosh, it starts again, really loud, clunk, 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 just really banging. And it's so loud, it's like, it sounds like a dishwasher on a cycle. And I got, and it's not one of those moments where it woke me up and I thought, right, well now, it's three in the morning, my call time the following day is midday. If I don't act now, I'm going to waste all this sleep time. Yeah. Whereas I can act now, mm. I will at least get four or five hours. Yeah. So I made the decision. I mm. got up, I got dressed, I packed, I put everything in the bag and I went down to the reception. And I said to the guy, the, the guy was on the reception, straight away, we've talked about this on the pod before, you can sense someone's useless. Right. You know, when you're in customer service, mm. it's really unnerving you picking your teeth while you're talking to me. Can you stop it a minute? No. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I've just got to deal with that. Just get on with your story, you knob. So I go down to the... <laughs> I go down... <laughs> this is what I have to work with, guys. This is this is true. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> What's ooh? It's just weird that this bothers you. It does. <laughs> of course it bothers me. Do you know what? Can I just say, trying to do an anecdote to someone who's picking the teeth. What? It's not like I'm going, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Start doing an anecdote <laughs> to someone who's wiping their ass. No, it isn't. It so isn't. Right. Go down to the reception. God We've sick. talked about this before. Like when I, when I was with that, uh, yeah. ordering that drink in Starbucks. Yeah. And the person was touching the till like it was going to bite them going. Yeah. Eh, eh, eh. yeah. And you just think this guy, this person is fucking useless. Yeah. Because they're just scared. Mm. So I get down to the thing. And this guy's flustered. It's, and it's three in the morning. Yeah. You're not going to get the best people. No, you're three not. In the but equally, you think you'd be able to get someone to help you. Mm. And he's just looking around. The phone's going in. He, mm. The first thing he did was he, he answered the phone and then cut the person off. And I no. thought, oh, God, this guy is <laughs> brilliant here. Who's ringing at three in the morning? I don't know. Anyway, probably someone trapped in the room. <laughs> well, so anyway, I said, so I said, look, um, my room's, re- the, the air con in the room's really, really loud. It needs maintenance to look at it. I can't sleep with it. I said, I've got chance now to, to get some sleep. Can I be moved? Is there another room available, please? So he looks on the system and he takes ages, mate. Oh, He's clicking through. Sake. I'm stood there for 15 minutes, waking up yeah, slowly. Yeah. All the, all the do- is it yeah. dopamine? No, this is the other one, isn't it? The I other chemical is just dripping out my system mm. straight into the mm. tiles mm. of this foyer. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, yeah, that's fine. There's this room here. So then he gets... Next door to your old No, room. no, okay, don't okay. guess. Oh! <laughs> I hate... This is so funny. You hate me guessing. Yes. Oh! Stop guessing. Okay. <laughs> 
sorry. That's really made me laugh that so you hate loud. me guessing. No. <laughs> I hate you guessing. Just, just let, just let the. I've st- come off mic because I am laughing. So <laughs> let the story just happen. Do you know what annoys me? Can I just tell you? Do you know what everybody's doing at home now? They're guessing what's happening. You, can I just? T- and they are so free to guess. Right. I, I, I am urging you at home. Shout at your radio. Shout what you guess is going to happen here because you have the freedom to guess like normal people. I cannot guess. Right. Do you know if this was a chat show? Yeah. And you were a chat show host. Yeah. And I was a guest. Yeah. You wouldn't go. Tell me about your. Uh, to the Algarve and as, I, and as I started talking I'm going well anyway we got to the airport lost your luggage yeah no yeah. no what we did is I met this guy at the you missed the train turns out it was your dad yeah no can you just let me finish yeah. this anecdote but that's what kids do when you're telling them something they yeah. can't and then they, they spoil wait. it yeah they can't wait yeah. okay you, sorry so I just you did are that. a kid yeah. I'm a kid spoiling with it. a frigging toothpick carry on so I said Thank you very much. It gives me this new room thing. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm ahead of the game because yeah. I said, can you just make sure that the key activates the room now before I get all the way oh, up Oh, that there? was a terrible croak. No. Carry on. What you don't want to do is to get all the way up there. The key yeah. doesn't work. I have yeah. to come all the way back yeah. down. I'm waking up. I'm, I'm already, I'm on the verge. You're awake now. Come I'm, on, let's yeah. not even say this. I, I, you are fully, you're not, you're not asleep, are you? I'm on the verge of being really pissed off now yeah. with him, okay. right? So... I get the key card, mm. go up in the lift, all my stuff. Get up to the door. First thing I think is, now don't spoil this or jump ahead. I won't. There's a do not disturb thing on the handle. I'm thinking, right, well, maybe it's been cleaned. And this is a new room. I put the key on the door. I open it up. There's legs in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted you to get in with someone. And I just heard it. Oi! Fucking hell. There's stuff on the floor. Imagine if it had gone, come in. What a twat. So then I shut the door. Fancy giving you a room that's vacated. No. Uh, uh, Engaged. So I go back down to the reception. He sees me. I says, mate, what are you doing? Just fucking woken up. There's someone in the room asleep. And he went, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I don't understand. Oh, I thought there might be. That's what he said at one point. I went, what do you mean you thought there might be? Oh, yeah. I'm like, mate, mate, I need to get some sleep. Can you just sort this out? What's Mm, going mm, on? Yeah. So then he he gives me another room. He says, oh, right, this one, follow me. So I follow him all the way up to the fourth floor. Yeah. He then, he's got the key, right? desperate to guess, but carry on. He's got the key, (laughs) shows me in. It's two single beds, right? right? He says, right, okay, thank you very much. I'm sorry, I'll sort you out a late checkout. And I'm so sorry about this. Right. So I get into one of the single beds. It's only when I'm drifting off I realise he's took the key. So I can't get up and have breakfast because there's no key. I can't even switch the power on because there's no key. So now I'm in the darkness. I can't put the telly on. <laughs> I'm in the dark. I can't put the telly Now I'm in the darkness. So in the morning I had yeah. to wake up and I had to have a shower by torchlight from my phone. Why didn't you go and get the key? Because I didn't even want to entertain the fact. Oh, ring down and say, can you bring me a key up, please? I, I did such enough of their incompetence. He'd have probably brought me a different key. So anyway. You enjoyed having a shower by torchlight. I did, actually. It felt like we were in the in the, in in the, the war blitz. or something. The Blitz. And I went down. So when I checked out, mm. I said, um, everything all right with your stay? I said, <laughs> not really. No. I went, what do you mean? I went, well, I told him everything. Mm. And I said, she said, which room are you checking out of? I said, it depends what time of night. (laughs) 
I says, because I spent the first half in that room. Yeah. I opened the door to that room. Yeah. I scared a man in that room. Yeah. I woke someone up. I nearly slept with a complete stranger. I nearly committed a sexual offence because of you yeah, exactly. in there. Yeah. So that's another 10 minutes. Yeah. Then I ended up in this room with no power and I've had to have a shower in the dark. So there's your three <laughs> keys. I'll never see you again. Yeah. And that was that. And that was that. Did you get a refund? Well, no, I didn't pay for it. Oh, right, fine. So it's not... My money. No. I would have I would have made sure. Mm. Oh, but I just yeah. thought that is I mean, is there anything worse that could have happened in a hotel? I mean, hotels, what's the worst thing you've seen in a hotel? That's the question to our listeners, or the worst thing that's happened did to you. Did you orchestrate this evening just so you could ask that question on the pod? What do you mean? Like did you make that Oh yeah, yeah. That whole thing awful. I said, "Can you give me a room key with a with a strange Can you man make sleeping? my night awful just so I've got something to talk about on my podcast?" Just, as soon as I open the door though, and you know the bed's unmade, and you see a foot, you just go, what the fuck? I know. Can you imagine? I mean, I got off lightly. Can you imagine if I'd have seen other things? And you know what also happened? You woke, you woke that poor man up. Yes. And do you know what he had on the next morning? What? Really important meeting. Well, imagine if it had been Michael so Ball he, singing at Night of the Musicals. Exactly. He got up and he went to work and he said, do you know what? Some fucker woke me up in a hotel t- last night. And I couldn't get back to sleep because I, I have terrible insomnia. Well, I had visions of like Michael Ball mm. singing on that Michael show Balls. that I was writing on, going, I'm so sorry, I really want to sing tonight, but I was disturbed this morning by some idiot mm. coming into my hotel room yeah. and, it, and it freaked me out so much, yeah. I can't sing. Can't perform now. And then that would have been a whole trigger of events caused oh, by oh. this absolute bellend. I, I am going to, I'm going to, I'm going to venture something here. I think you could be possibly the worst person to go to a hotel with because you have such terrible luck with hotels. Bad luck. Terrible. Do you think, though, there's a conspiracy, a WhatsApp group, and they're all colluding? Well, potentially. I mean, you are putting it out there now, and I think potentially this is what's happening. So every time I stay in a hotel, something... You are being intercepted by MI5. They know where you're going. They send in a crack team of idiots... And they spoil your stay. I just wonder in the next one, I'm going to come back and find a body in the bath or mm, something. Mm, mm. Do you know what I mean? It was just, it was one of those moments. And then I, I so I got up and um, I was woken up then. Yeah. That's the other thing. I thought I'm going to sleep in. And I was woken up mm. by workmen literally across the road. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, what was quite interesting was I was watching these workmen. Yeah. They were finishing off a flat. Yeah. And some of them were silicon in the windows from the outside, right. but they were on abseiling ropes. Good God. Because it was so high. Well, you're not going to get a crane up there. You're not. So, But then didn't it, it made me think, at what point does silicon in windows become an extreme sport? Because like, I'm sure there's people out there who are like builders who do like silicon in windows, like the guy who did ours. And I'm sure there'll be a point where they go, you need to learn abseiling. Why? Because you have to silicon all the way. There's, well, a, there's a crossover that's weird. Well, you know they have to. Sil- How is that? They have to silicon the side of Everest, don't they? No, they don't. <laughs> I knew you were building up to a joke. You're, You're such an idiot with crampons. <laughs> I've run out of this. There's, there's a team who go round rubbing Everest. the finger, <laughs> Just rubbing the all finger. The cracks. I don't understand why Everest is still leaking. Yeah, no. Why is it still leaking? 
You're such a dickhead. This is what I have to deal with on this pod. I thought you were listening. You were thinking of a joke. Yeah. All I was thinking of is, yeah. don't you think it's strange that a normal job yes. becomes a bit more extreme? And, and let's, it's like, it's like, it's do like, you know what, Scott? Should, it's we try like and someone, think, should we try and think of another parallel? Yeah, that's what we're doing now. Are you being... You knew I was going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> ah, let's think of another parallel like now a, of a job that's normal, but then it becomes an extreme sport. Like Are you ready? Decorating like, and tightrope like walking. ironing and surfing. Iron surfing and ironing. Decorating and tightrope walking. Yeah. No, but that's not real. Think real. Think real. Surfing and ironing is not real. No, I know. Forget that one. <laughs> we're back to we're back to only one idea. There's no okay? idea. We're back to one. There's no okay, idea. Okay, so we're, we've the only real job we've got that's become a sport is silicon in an upset. <laughs> it's not. It's a real thing. Sorry, it happened. That's what I'm saying. That's the only real one we've got. Yeah. So let's think of another real one. No. Okay. <laughs> there isn't. <laughs> There isn't a real one. There is, Scott. There's going to be one. Hang on. Give me a minute. Oh, I've got it. Tree surgeon. Yeah, I've got another one as well. Abseil. I've got another one. They're all abseiling though, aren't they? Cleaning windows. Abseiling. Abseiling. Um, fixing the um, wires up top. Pylon. Pylons. Pylon. Yeah. No, but I mean, they're accepted. That's not the same as what I'm saying. No, you're right. It's not the same as a man's silicon in a bath or a window down on ground level. It's normal. And all of a sudden, he's hoisted up a building. He's got a little, he's got a all hoist around sudden, his pants. He's on carabiners and ropes. Yeah. And that, like, the day before, he was silicon around a bath. Now he's 75, 80 feet in the air. Do you know, I went through a period of my life where I wanted carabiners as... Hanging off as, your jeans. As key rings. Yeah. A lot of kids did that. Yeah. It was big in the and 80s, I think. And I think I still would like that. Not a firm trousers, they'll pull them down. Oh, no, they wouldn't. They're firm. Firm up. <laughs> firm up. So anyway, it just made me laugh that there was a yeah. there was a normal job yeah. with an extreme and element. And you thought, this would be wonderful content for the pod. Yeah, uh, and it hasn't been. It has. It's been great. <laughs> so anyway. I've enjoyed it. Because of all the hotel incident, mm. I got up really late. Right. And then I thought, I'm going to walk to the arena. How far were you from the arena? Five minute, ten minute walk. Yeah. So Manchester I, Arena? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I walked I walked down the hill towards mm. the arena mm. and obviously I'd missed breakfast yeah. in the Holiday Inn. Mm. And I, for some reason, my brain wasn't kicking in and I forgot I was in Manchester and that there's loads of options. Mm. And you know when you sort of go... You just you just panic because mm. you think, well, I might get there and there'll be no options, mm. which is a stupid thing. Panic, yeah. yeah. So I went to the co-op. You went to the co-op with all of that on your doorstep? Yeah, it's a bad move. And I bought, they do their own version in the hot bit of a McMuffin. Awful. Horrendous. Why didn't you just throw that in the bin and go and get a McMuffin? I, I had one bite. And you threw it. And I threw <laughs> it. Good. And I'd bought two. Oh, Scott, you're an idiot. Because I thought, one of them's not big enough. I'm really hungry. You're an idiot. And then I, I don't condone wastage, but I, I mean, what are you So do you know doing? what I ended up doing? Go on. I ended up walking back on myself. Right. Going to Costa and mm. getting a sausage sandwich. Yeah. And that at least delivered yeah. on its promise. Okay. But it was like, yeah, it, that, that whole hotel thing, mm. it just... And I told, and then I went, when I got to the arena, yeah. I was talking to some of the team I was working with. Yeah. And I said, look, I've just had this, the weirdest experience. Yeah. And then one of them <coughs> said, 
that happened to me at that exact hotel. No. I went, what? And then someone else went, yeah, I've had that. No. They keep doing it. They're not fixing the aircon. No. They're giving you a key for a room that someone's in. Is it a game? Is it some sort of... I think it's a game. Hunger games. And then in the morning, he said, I got one last night with the key thing. Oh, you might be right. It's a game. A game amongst the staff? Yeah. Did you get a walk-in last night? Yeah. A naughty wake-up? Yeah. What would they call it? Wake-up Wally? Or maybe... Wake-up call. No, here's another slant. That's the game. Here's another slant. Maybe the room that you went into is a guy who plants himself there. He pays. He enjoys them. it. He enjoys the pot- the potential of having that a, midnight game a man show. coming in <laughs> and accidentally sliding into bed with him. I wouldn't have, Gemma. The point. I love how you think. Yeah. There's a point where I would have stopped. As soon as I open the door. What if somebody doesn't stop? What if see? doesn't stop? No. If they see and they think yes. This is what I've been waiting Budge for all my Budge life. Up. Get into bed. Bit of how's your father? One night stand never happens again. It's wrong. Yeah, but it could happen. Imagine if I'd have just said to him, just bung the lights on and gone. They've given me this room now, yeah. mate. See or if ya. it was twin beds, you could have just got in the other one. Your checkout time is three fifty-five a.m. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're gonna miss breakfast. Mm. Off you go. Have you just pressed something? No. I heard something. I don't know what that was. I might have been Siri. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a weird moment. And yeah. I think it's happened to other people. Yeah. Also, <clears throat> I just wanted to say, um, I think, you know, like when we used to watch Joe Wicks in the pandemic and he used to change something on his shelves behind him and you had to spot it next time he went on. I think we're going to do this with this shelf behind us. So if the viewers would like to spot anything that's Why different. Why have you done that? Well, there's there's two things that are different. Oh, now I'm you've not, told them. Well, I'm not going to tell them what they are. Also, I've thought of a new business venture for me. Go on. Are you ready? Now, you know, like we have Cameo. Yeah. Which yeah? is like wishing people happy birthday. And yeah. That. I yeah. think I could set up my own version of this. Now, I've got two people who have birthdays today. And I thought I'd share with the listeners my um, voicemails that I sent to them. Right. And I think I'm good at them. Well, you, you, you always send a voicemail to people for yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, for their birthday. Okay, right, so on. I'm thinking I can make a bit of money out of this. Go on then, let's This hear. first one is sent to our good friend Paul Wiles. Right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Paul. Happy birthday <coughs> to you. <laughs> So what did that you think? That is truly yeah. haunting. Okay. The way you went, happy uh, Yeah, I just did uh, a little cough. And then this one was sent to our beautiful niece, Ella, who's turned 11 today. This is a message for Ella Moore. Ella Moore. I repeat, Ella Moore. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Moore, most beautiful girl in the whole of East League and the world. Happy birthday to you. How long did you hold that note for? So what do you think? What? 
if we I get, think it sounds thinking, like the mind of the uh, I'm thinking of charging about 50 quid for one of them. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the mind of someone on the brink of insanity. So just burping. So you know when wind. I get up at seven in the morning, and That's generally what, nobody's up with you'll me. You'll love it, don't That's you? That's what I do. You sad get. My mum used to do that. You turn into my mum. What? My mum loved. The there morning. weren't voicemails. No, she didn't do voicemails. She loved getting up at seven when the house was quiet. Yeah. And I always used to go up to her and go, "You like this bit? Do you know why yeah. it's quiet?" Because you're not talking. Yeah, that's, that's why it. the house yeah. is quiet. Did it annoy you? Yeah. Because oh. I used to think... Why can't you be quiet when I get up? Why can't you be quiet when I get up? Yeah, but then you're up, so there's someone to talk yeah, to. Yeah, but then the annoying thing is, is what's the common denominator? You speaking. Yeah, well, here's Mom. an idea. You should have got up at six. Yeah, but it's just then a race. you have an hour before your mum. Well, my dad gets up at four. Yeah. We all had to have a little schedule. Yeah, yeah. But she liked it. Because she could be quiet because you had no one to speak to. And I think, well, what does that tell you? Yeah. That when every, when you're, you know, be quiet when other people are up as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, you're spending, from nine o'clock onwards, you're hoovering into my bed. <laughs> oh, are you up? Yes. You're hoovering into my bed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am up. Yeah, no, yeah, no. But yeah, you like that little seven I o'clock. But everyone loves Raymond on, mm, don't mm, you? Mm, mm. You lay on that sofa. I do, I do. You have a little moment. I do. Then the little feet come downstairs I, yeah, when the sofa yeah, gets up. Yeah. Well, but no, you, that never happens. I have no, to go you have up, to get up now. Yeah, just but then you shake You've got awake. a whole hour. Yeah. Beautiful. Why do you like it? It's peace. What do you do? Just sit. Do you have your breakfast? Yeah, breakfast, coffee. Just sit. Yeah, picking me all. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's why you get up early. <laughs> oh god. Oh dear. Whenever you anyway. laugh like that, I have to trim it. Oh shit. Don't break. trim it. No, because it just Yeah, but people appreciate it. Yeah. Um, um yesterday I went to TK Maxx, right? I bloody love that shop. It's a bit of a jumble sale. I though, knew mate. you were gonna say that and I bumped into a friend of mine who went to see you last week Where? at uh, I think they were at the comedy um the charity event. Oh. It's my hairdresser's colleague. In peace, then. Lara and her husband. They went to see you and said it was brilliant. But she was in there with her husband and I said, Scott don't like it in here because he has to rifle through stuff and he's not into that. <laughs> so I said, but I love it. I love it. I love having a little route round and there was all sorts of Easter gubbins in there. So you may have noticed. Um, I, have. I, I did. Have. I did put a post on Instagram oh, to say, is it too soon? Why is um, it? Wh- when did this become a thing? What? When did decking you, up for everything? When did you trim up for every single eventuality? Yeah, well, summer solstice. We're gonna yeah, get a tree. Yeah, it's just it's getting on my tits now. <laughs> I love it. No, I, I don't. love it. It's filling our. I loft. love it. It's filling our loft with crap. No, I walked up the driveway last night yeah. and I you looked saw the and eggs. I thought we've got a fucking egg wreath. Yeah, on the door. Did and you it's like not, it? No, because it's not even April. No, it's, it's not even Easter. It's March tomorrow. But what's not even Easter? But Easter's not far away. You've bought another tree. Yeah. No, that's been there for ages. I've had that ages. So no. I used it as a birthday tree. Now we've gone straight into Easter tree. What is this tree bollocks? Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's not nice. a thing. Um, and also, so going around um, TK Maxx, I had a wonderful time. Um, and also, what I didn't realise is they've got a very lengthy book section for adults. So I knew they've got the kids' book section. But I purchased two beautiful books yesterday you know i love a book freud the key ideas from psychoanalysis and sex to dreams and sex to dreams the unconscious and more 
Right. Freud, the key ideas is the... Oh, I hate. Do you hate? Do you hate TK Maxx stickers? Do you know what? This is when you know. Can I just say this is when you know we're not going to compete with shows like Front Row that are on Radio Four because Gemma was about to read the synopsis of the book. Yeah, but it was covered by the price from TK Maxx. Yeah, and I hate them stickers because they come off in bits, and I know why they do it because if you want to nick it, you have to take it all off. But I get it. Right here we go. Freud, the key ideas is the smartest way to discover the life and work of Sigmund Freud, one of the 20th century's most influential thinkers. It explains his complex ideas in simple terms. Oh, I'm all for that, simple terms. Backing it up with references to his own texts. From the upbringing and the development of his thinking through his early work and influences, all the intricacies of Freud's complex systems of thought are discussed in a straightforward and jargon-free way. And what I thought was quite good, Scott, is if I if I just flick through to the um to the contents of this mm-hmm. book, it just talks about um the beginnings of uh, psychoanalysis. Oh yeah, you're okay. going to struggle to read it if you can't see. Then it. we go on to the interpretation of dreams, right. right? Exploring the unconscious, okay, and then we've got sexual theories, okay. Um, what go- does it say about those <clears throat> things? Can you give us a quote? So the, the subheadings for sexual theories is Freud's attacks on current thinking, sexual deviations, Ooh. infantile sexuality, and the struggles of puberty. So it's going to be interesting. Then the next section, going back to childhood, seeking an adult identity, Ooh. Freud and society, psychoanalysis. He's- and I think I'm fascinated by this shit. I... I'm going to read that. Yeah, I feel like the more I go into adulthood, I, you know how you like say to a kid, what do you want to do when you leave school? And you haven't got a fucking clue. Most people haven't got a clue, have they? No. You know, you might. And it changes. Well, it does. And also, I remember, I think I put on my record of achievement, I want to be a European solicitor. What? I mean, what the fuck is that? A European solicitor? Yeah. A European lawyer. I love the idea that being a lawyer wasn't enough. No, you so had to be European. European. No, what I meant by that was to speak French and German, travel the world, be this high-flying lawyer. I mean, I, what fucking planet was I on? I mean, it's just a nonsense mm. ambition. Where did you get that from? I'm not saying from? it's a nonsense am- ambition, but it was based on nothing. Someone would have said to you. I probably saw it in a film and some, thought, oh, I would like to be that. Some teacher went, you need to be a European I mean, it's just lawyer, mate. stupid. Especially in them trousers. Yeah. So anyway, as I go through life, I realise that I am very much interested in the workings of the mind. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think I would be, I think I would be suited to some sort of pastoral role within education. So helping students who are struggling with mental health. I feel like my passion would lie there. But I would enjoy the study of the psychology behind it. So um, <clears throat> what I'm talking about is understanding, um, what's the word? Not neurotypical thinking. Do you know what I mean? So you're either neurotypical or neuro... Diverse. Yes. And I think I find that interesting. Mm. And just stuff like this. I just, don't you just find it fascinating? Well, Freud, obviously, <clears throat> the main thing that people know about Freud is because he was always fascinated with the relationship with the mother, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's always the Freudian. mother. Freudian. 
Why do we say a Freudian slip? Well, it's like what you actually mean, mean. but what okay. you don't say. Ah. Oh, that's a Freudian slip. Yeah. But I think he was, didn't he have a weird relationship with his mother or I'm something? I'm not sure. I think it because the, the intro, it actually says here, um, excuse me, um, Freud's early life, Vienna and the society in which Freud lived, a brief outline of Freud's career and Freud's private life and personality. Mm. I thought there'd be a chapter that just says, mother! Yeah. But it is It is interesting. I think as you get older, you realise, I mean, we've talked about this yeah. on the pod and we know the brain is the most powerful, frustrating Oh, it's influence. awful. You know, your brain and yet can do amazing. all sorts. It's amazing, but it can also tie you in knots. It's so powerful. It can be your success and your failure. Yeah. It is. Oh, listen to you being all philosophical. I'm almost like a little Freud myself. Yeah. I'm a little fraud. Yeah, a little um, fraud. Are you going to read? Do you know what would be good on the pod? Yeah. Whether you can do this. Yeah. Read a little Part bit. Part book club. No, just read a little bit each week. Yeah. And then come on here and tell us. A bit of Freud. A bit of Freud. I'll Freud you up, A mate. little, and we'll call it, what should we call it? Um, the Freud Hang on a Freud. minute The Freudian Freud. slips into our minds Gemma's Freudian, Freudian slips. slips Into No Gemma's, Gemma, Gemma's Freudian slips Gemma's Freudian slips Is slips another word Freudian for Freudian slips, tips, bits Yeah, slips, tips and bits No No, this is awful Just read us a bit yeah, each week I'll, I'll, I'll work on the play on words I think it is fascinating and I, I think, do I think anything psychological though yeah. I mean, it is. I was fascinated with criminology as a child. Yeah. I was obsessed with Again, what made serial it's killers the working serial of the mind, killers. Isn't it? And there's all sorts of schools of thought that yeah. is it nature? Is it nurture? Yeah. Are they pre programmed? Yeah. Is it in the genetics? Did they have a bang on the end I mean, like I, Fred West? Yeah, but I would have think if you lock your child in a cupboard, feed them grass, hit them round the head with a cricket bat three mm. times a day, they may grow up slightly maladjusted. Yes, yes. It Mal always surprised me that, one. didn't it? That's a good word. It always surprised me when they when they used to say that on documentaries. He spent his day hunting squirrels and then him and his father would skin them alive together. It was the bonding experience. Yeah. And that was a serial killer. I forget who it was, but that was actually one of them. That's true. I think it <clears throat> might have been Dharma. Okay. Who's him and his dad. Yeah, they started harming animals, didn't he? Him and his dad didn't talk. Yeah. The only way they bonded was hunting and skinning, and skinning animals. animals. And so that's when you go, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It's not like he's doing Lego. No. There's going to be a problem there. Let's go and kill some there? animals. So he saw killing for company mm. makes sense. Makes when you actually sense. see that was his, that was the man. Mm. They said killing for company. He used to kill people because he wanted company. Yeah. Because that's how he saw bonding and relationships. Because yeah. when you've had a weird childhood. Yeah. You sort of, I'm not excusing it. No, but, but that's what psychoanalysis is. It's not an excuse. It's explaining it's why something happens. But you can see, I always find it fascinating then people are saying, well, how do you rehabilitate? But then you've got to pre-program. You've got to unravel all that knackered wiring. Yeah, yeah. That's really hard. Yeah, big time. Isn't it? Big time. And then, of course, there but is the people, argument about rehabilitation. You know, who's is it Charles Bronson who's going to be released? Yes. I mean, that's... Shortly. that's I mean, I mean, disgust. Well, also, though, I mean, he's been yeah. incarcerated longer than any yeah. other prisoner. Yeah. So I don't think the issue is whether he's going to re-offend. This has gone very serious, but I don't think the issue is... It's adjusting to real life. I think it's the fact that he's... 
institutionalized. Yeah, I mean, being so removed how, from society for so long. How do you know that world? How do you know to go to the shop and get milk? How do you know where you've got to be? How do you know what to do when your whole life's been under a lock and key? Here's what I did read over the weekend, which ties into this very nicely. Why do we romanticise the craze and the gangster side of East London like that? Why do we go, ah, oh, they were just nice boys, weren't they? Looked after their mother. This is when the voice comes in. Yeah. They looked after their mother, didn't they? Mm. Very nice. No swearing Ow. in front of the lady. Mm. I don't mind it, but my mother, she don't like the bad All language. right, enough of this shit. Right, what's and the And then afterwards, they kill a man in the car park. Yeah. We've killed a man in the but, car but, park, but, but don't say but the Scott, F word in front of Maureen. But Scott, right? that's a bit the mafia as well. Yeah. There is a romantic side that's but sold why, for the films. Why do we romanticise the craze? Why? I don't think we do why, romanticise we do, oh, the craze. Oh, we do. Why have we made films about them? Well, why, why have we made films about the mafia? It's because what's the, 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 the notoriety of gang culture, in a sense, is the glamorous side of it. So they always dress well. They've got the money. They look after each other. That's why it's not as sordid as, say, a, a serial killer who works on his own. Mm. That's the romantic it just, side it of it. It does make me laugh that because it was packaged in that way... Mm. Them killing people, which they did, yeah. killing innocent people, robbing people, mm. maiming people. They're like, but they did it with a bit of charm, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They did it. They had nice haircuts when they did it. They wore yeah. nice suits, didn't mm. they? It's weird. I, I find. So, what was it that you read about it then? Why uh, the the actual how and people what did were they bit, say? Well, just pretty much what you've said. Okay, fine. But no, but it's yeah. like it's like why do we glamorize certain? Elements of the criminal fraternity and and demonizing. I'm not sure we do. I still don't agree with you there. What part of us says the craze were all right? Nobody says that. Oh, well, they would have done if they were shaking me down for money. If yeah. I was in there. But nobody says that. Nobody Can you believe sa- Patsy Kensett? She was connected. Barbara Windsor? She was connected. Mm. They all sort of moved in that circles. Leave Babs alone, mate. Yeah. She's one of us. Yeah. Well, maybe that's mm. weird that you could sort of move in. If you were in the London in the 60s yeah. and you, you were powerful knew. and you were part of entertainment, yeah. I genuinely think you would have you would have known. met the craze. Probably. And I, I wonder. Having, well, how did they get away with well, stuff? I wonder, here's what I've thought. Whereas now I sometimes experience that world. I don't really know much Let about me, the I'm craze. Gonna, I'm going to tell you a bit about, I think. If you like, you imagine, right, you're in high society. Mm. So the people in high society will be the actors, the musicians, the uh, film stars, the politicians. All those lot are in London. Some of the most powerful people in London, the richest, were the craze. So it's only like business. So they will have been in the same rooms. So it's no wonder why she ended up meeting them. Because you, you sort of go like, well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because they're powerful. They will be like... We need to meet. Uh, we need to meet. Uh, Pete, you know all these high flight. Get Oliver Reed in. You want to drink with him? You know all that weird. But were they? Was it known that they did stuff underhand? No. Well, they had the police in their pocket and all that lot. Mm. They were paying people off. What I'm saying is, if you're powerful, you're, but that the is high like the society, mafia, isn't it? The yeah. mafia must have been in public, going to nice restaurants and all sorts oh, yeah. of things, knowing. That they're probably whacking protection. people left, well, right, the, and centre. Crazy our protection rackets. Pay us money, or we'll burn your club down. Pay us money, or we'll burn your restaurant down. So mm. all that is just interesting. How mm. that is keyed into like entertainment and everything back yeah. then. If I, if you'd have been a massive star in the sixties, yeah. yeah. 
I would have guaranteed at some point the craze mm. would have probably rang and gone, come out for a drink, come yeah, out for a probably. meal. Because it, they, it's almost part of... But the thing is as well... Maybe though, I've got that wrong, but it just feels like it was like that. In yeah, London. but also, if you think about just film generally, um, you know, there's films made about the worst things in life, aren't there? Like yeah. murderers and there's TV series made about serial killers and it sells, doesn't it? Because it's mm. so fascinating, well, I think. Well, I think we said... I've said before, it's the part of our brains that we can relate to, but we don't give into and embrace because we don't want well, to. Well, not end up necessarily in prison. even that we, because I can't say I relate to somebody murdering somebody, but I think it's the fact that we're all human and mm. you can't believe that people could do what they do. Yeah. It's like, it is fascinating, isn't it's it? It's fascinating that someone with the same programming, same organs, yeah, same yeah. sort of yeah. working. I always find it fascinating when people go, they just seem so ordinary. Oh, well, that's that's that is what's scary. 100%. The fact sometimes I'd be driving along a motorway and thinking, yeah. serial killers have driven on this motorway. I know. Serial killers have been to the service. Well, you might have sat serial next killers to one. have had a wee in these urinals. Yeah. Serial killers may have sat in the seat at the McDonald's. Serial killers might have bought cocoa pops. Serial killer may have bought an iPhone charger from this pop-up mobile shop on the concourse. I mean, it's awful, isn't it? Mm. Oh, do you not find that? Yeah. Because I always think. Horrible. But then you go like, well, what do you want them to do? You wouldn't have them walking along with an axe covered in blood going... Well, it'd be helpful. Yeah. I mean, you could just sort of go, oh, look, he's a serial killer. Why? Got an axe. Just go and get him. Look, it's got a bin bag with there. an head in, mate. Yeah. Or no, just like a big badge on Imagine saying, I'm a serial killer. A bin bag with he's it. one. Look, yeah. get him. Over by the tea lights in yeah. Ikea. I think he's a murderer. Yeah. Because he's dripped blood all the Excuse way. Excuse me. It says on your shirt you're a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, oh, damn it. I know I, I should have worn it. I've worn this again. Yeah. It's happened last time. Yeah, you've got me. I'll I'll just escort myself off the premises. It's okay. It's fine. I'll just um, go and hand myself in. Can I give you the go gossip on. from One night, night at the Musicals? Yeah. So, so I... Um, sometimes my job... People were like... Because I put on... Um, Facebook, mm. I had a thing saying talent yeah. with my name on, yeah. which was wonderful for my ego. Absolutely. It's weird. when you All I'm doing, right, yeah. it's not very glamorous. I work on the script, yeah, right? And people go, why is it you're working on the script? Yeah. It's not a comedy show. No. And I go, yes, but they need, if a host is from a comedic background, yeah. they often bring someone in so that they are comfortable with the words yeah. they're saying yeah. and it and it feels like a stand-up yeah. has looked at it. And talent, like Jason Manford, ain't got time to be writing no scripts, you know what I'm saying? No. So I'm doing the liaison, really. Yeah. And, and I must admit, I was sat there last night thinking, this is... Why it's a, a great job yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It's like a perk. I yeah. sometimes have to pinch myself to yeah. go, God, that's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, I um, and it is because really I should have been there. Yeah. Because I love musicals. Yeah. And and you could have been. You I know, but you don't. Are you a fan of musicals? Yeah, I quite like them. I'll tell you. I'll tell you my go verdict. On then, go on then. Uh, you could have come. The kids could have come. But obviously, it's a school day, yeah. and it was in Manchester. Um, so, so it was, it was a great, so I, I went along and, um, yeah, it was, it was good fun. So we did, I, I was there for two days. I was there for all the rehearsals yeah. and stuff. And, um, Jason did a song, which was amazing. Did He's the, got such a good song. voice. I forget. How good must it be to be able to sing? I know. 
like that. He's brilliant. That's one. That's one thing I would never be able to do. But maybe I, with the right training. I met his vocal coach, right? So he's really fascinating. Who's this. his vocal coach? I can't. I don't want to mention the okay, names, okay, but okay. It, it was a guy. I, I don't know. Can I have his details? Yeah, he was lovely. Because I think I'd like to have a. But vocal I was coach. talking to him about my yeah. throat. Yeah. Can you? I must have been boring him. I didn't just go. I know you're in the middle of with Jason. Mm. Can I tell you about my throat? No. Mm. We were chatting, and mm. I said, "Oh, I've had this really bad throat, right?" So I've had to plow through tour dates. Mm. A little bit of an update on that before we go. Um, so I, I, I said to him, I've had this really bad throat. I think it's been laryngitis. I've had this cold. Yeah. Can I get your steer once and for all on uh, what, what a vocal coach's opinions is mm. on having a bad throat? Yeah. And he said, right. You're fucked. No. No. He said, just to let you know, anything that you're putting in externally, tea, honey, Lemon, vocal zone, throat coat. I could have told you this shit. It's all bollocks. Oh, Scott, I could have told you this all along. Spending 40 quid on fucking Manuka honey. Do you know what Liz said to me when I told her that? She says, what a load of bollocks. She says, you might as well just have had normal honey. Don't do naffle. I had a little shoe box, literally a shoe box. I know, full of, of all your kit. fucking potions. Do you know what that does, though? In, in your defence... That is your mental crutch. Not just knowing my- that shit's there is like, I'm gonna get through this. You know, I know, I know what that is. He said to me though. He said it's not. It's it's a massive industry that's making a lot of money of it because is. people are desperate to get the of voices they back, are. and it affects so many people. I said, so what does work then? He said, steam in your vocal cords. That gets to the vocal cords. Yeah. Everything else doesn't reach. No. And then I said, right. I said, so. What's your advice? Imagine if I was on my voice like this and I was singing in five hours. What do you do? Mm. And he says, right, well, because I'm genuinely interested. Yeah. You're Ariana Grande. Yeah. You've got a concert in five hours. Or Grand Day. Or you're, I don't know. Yeah. A massive musical star. And and you've got a five-hour concert. He says, it's purely done on monetary reasons. If it's a lower-level gig, it's pulled. You don't sing. Yeah. You do not try and sing through it. Yeah. He says, because what happens is you try and sing through it, you inflame your vocal cords, then you're off for eight weeks. Right. You can sing in a different way. Yeah. So breathier or lower, but acts prefer to not do that. Yeah. Sometimes they put on a backing track, Mm. which I didn't realize this. They record a backing track that's got faults. So uh, uh, maybe a missed note. Or a, a not reach the high notes. And they mime to it. So it seems genuine. Fuck it. And that blew my mind. I was like, oh shit. So they've got a weaker backing track. Right, okay. The other thing they used to do in Broadway, which they still do in America, but not so much in the UK, they'd whack a needle in the neck and fuck it fucking... Steroid. Cortisoids in there. Yeah. And he says, that does give you your voice back in a couple of hours. But like putting steroid cream on eczema, yeah. it thins the skin. Yeah. So it thins the vocal cords. So he says they become like delicate flowers. So then the next time you go big, yeah. you're off for 16 weeks. So he says the only, th- if it was a million pounds, you would try and sing through it, but you'd have to try all these things. But it was interesting that he said to me, basically, steaming is the only thing and rest. What do you reckon? Yeah. I well, I kind of knew it. So basically, what 
because again, Liz, my friend, she's done professional singing before. She was like, rest it all day, do your steaming or whatever, and lubricate, as in just keep drinking water to flush away any impurities. And then a proper vo- vocal warm-up before you perform. Yeah. And that is it. Well, then, so obviously, I'd done the script, um, and then that goes to an auto cue. Yeah. Right, and then I sort of had a little bit of a panic because I was like watching them doing the rehearsal, thinking, "Where's he reading that auto cue mm. from?" And it's in the middle of the arena floor on a big screen, and I looked at it and I was struggling to read it with your eyes. <clears throat> so I thought, if I'd have been hosting that, what would I have done? Glasses. Can I have some glasses for the night? Imagine. Well, stopping you might have your... to get your long distance glasses. Imagine if your I'd brother's have, got glasses, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, but imagine if I'd have said on the auto cue, yeah. can you make it bigger? Yeah, yeah. But can they make it bigger? They probably can. Oh, I'm sure they could. It's like you a know. Kindle, isn't it? You just um, whack it up one. But it was it was brilliant. So there were the, the performances there, right? And when you see it, it's an absolute monster of a of a production. Yeah. So all the people have been rigging up. You get yeah. in there. All the lighting's up, the stage is all up, yeah. and it's all set up, yeah. and there's just musicians everywhere, there's cast members everywhere. Yeah. It's just, a, you actually Amazing. look and you go, how does this come together? Yeah. It's insane how it yeah. comes together. Yeah. And like at the end, Pros. at the end, they were all waiting, the D-riggers, because obviously the show finished at 10 last night, and they literally stood there waiting. To just they just it rip apart. it all down within yeah. three hours. Yeah. One in the morning, they're gone. Yeah. And it's a, it is slick phenomenal they work so hard yeah i thought i thought i worked hard and i do work hard but watching people set up those yeah but it's a bit feast and famine isn't it with them you're like you set up then you wait but also as well don't you think it's everyone knows their job and it's slick yeah it's like there's just people just everywhere um but i I, it was really interesting because i've never I've, i've been on sets and stuff but it was quite interesting seeing something so big. So the people there, I won't go through them all. There was We Will Rock You. Yeah. So that started. So they had like a, a, the audience, they had a warm-up guy yeah. who was very good, actually. Yeah, yeah. Hard thing to warm up. That. Yeah, yeah. But he was really good. So he was getting him to do the We Will Rock You. Yeah. And then he was like, like a couple of people were at a yeah, time. And then yeah. he was getting him to do a Mexican Was he wave. like a, a musical warm-up then? Yeah. Well, he, no, he sort of, he was a genuine, I've seen him before. Okay. Because I think he warms up a couple of telly stuff. Okay. And he only did like five, six minutes. Yeah. But what was really wonderful is like, he was sort of going... Here's what's come. Being a warm up is an interesting because it's not stand up. No. But then it's not just go give us a cheer. Yeah. yeah. It's like he, he slipped a few jokes in. Yeah, yeah. But then he was like, oh, we're all one big family. And he says, well, I am. I'm from Cornwall. And mm. it's just like little, mm. yeah. little like. Mm. So he's in the arena. He gets him to do like mm. Mexican ways. And he says, we're going to have him in performances from. And then he'd give that thing and he'd go, oh, the, you know. And then he'd have a little bit on that. Mm. And then he just. So he got them to all warm up. And then they did We Will Rock You mm. with the thing. Yeah, which is a great crowd Which piece, just sounded amazing, it's amazing in an arena. It? Yeah. it sounded brilliant. And there was explosions going off and stuff. And then they had, so I'll give you, basically, it was We Will Rock You. There was um, Wicked. Love Wicked. Uh, Defying Gravity. Amazing. I've uh, seen it in London. It's it was amazing. really good. Then there was uh, Mamma Mia. Seen it. There brilliant. was Hamilton seen doing it, My Shot. So so many cast members. So good. Matilda. Not seen Matilda. The kids love Matilda. Yeah. Um, They did six the musical. Seen it. Out of everything. They were going mad for that. Six is amazing. That's a bit of an underground hit. It's one of the best things I've ever 
scene. Yeah. It's amazing. So they got everyone to put on neon glasses. So good. Turn the lights off so it was all like yeah. a rave. Wow. This is all on telly in March. Yeah. Um, and then they did one from Disney's Newsies, which is, I've not known that. It's about a news strike. The two performances, though, that when you see it on telly, what's wonderful, and I don't want to blow it, but mm. it's, it's scripted, obviously, mm. but there was a couple of moments that you can't script. Yeah. And this is why I think I'm learning all the time watching someone like yeah. Jason host it, yeah. is you have to do your job, but you have to be in the moment. Yeah. So you like you have to feel what's happening. Yeah. So there was a moment like someone did the song from Les Mis, is it On My Own? Oh, yeah, beautiful. She got a stand innovation. Wow. Like, and yeah. you could feel it. Yeah. She started to cry. Yeah. And like you go, oh my God, you imagine yeah. getting a standard ovation, yeah. 12,000 people yeah. and singing a song like that yeah. on your own. Yeah, literally. Then there was the girl from Pussycat Dolls who did I Will Always Love You. Mm. And when you have that vocal with nothing, yeah, I did think to myself, that must be the scariest. Yeah. 12,000 people yeah. on your own, yeah. nothing. Yeah. And that first yeah. bit. Yeah. Another sound innovation. She yeah. smashed it and it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All the phone lights oh. on. And then there was like little moments like Michael Ball was there. I love Michael Ball. And then Ball. there was like the guy had brought this choir um, and, he'd, 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 and he'd dedicated his life, this guy, to helping kids with learning difficulties. Mm. And, they, and like the We Will Rock You gave mm. him a load of instruments. Yeah. And like some of the kids were there yeah. and Michael Ball was there yeah. and one of the kids interrupted the interview. Yeah. And said, I just want to let you know, Michael, I love you. Aww. And then they all cuddled Michael. And then they were all like, I love you too, Michael. And he was choking up. Aww. And you go, that yeah. is the unplanned. Yeah, yeah. And that's why... I love Michael Ball. I he's, think he's lovely. so lovely. Said hello to him. Aww. He didn't really know who I was. No, I said, uh, I, like, I love you, Michael. I love you, Michael Ball. He looks great, man. And sang great. Oh, he's got such good pipes. Great pipes. Great pipes, that guy. Good Michael pipes. Yeah. Um, but it was really good. And I just thought, you know. Good. Good time was lucky. Had. Stood at the side of the wings. Oh. Then I got a discount for the parking. Oh, God. Could life get any better? But then I, I left about five minutes yeah. before the finale. Because I thought. To beat I'm, the rush. Beat the car park rush. Oh, my God. So I was, I'd done my work. I'd you done the job. Are, you literally I won last night. In that moment, I was like, you were winning you've at had life. a cracking time. Yeah. But then my dad's voice went, mm. that car park's going to be bloody bedlam, yeah. son. Yeah. And he was right, because it was a tight, yeah. tight car park. Tight, tight, tight. And there were lots, of, and I thought, and, and then his voice came in and went, you've parked on floor four. That's four floors of queuing, son. Yeah, yeah. So you're out. I got the ticket done, paid the ticket. Yeah. The queue was building. Yeah. Get to the Straight barrier, out. pick the wrong lane. Oh, one no. lane was flowing. I get job. in the next one lane. Job. Do you know what someone had done? What? I hate these people. What? Didn't do the ticket. Yeah, and so the then machine. they were, yeah, so then so they were then holding everybody the up. Barrier. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I don't like though more than that? Go on. Who beeps? Oh, I know. But Why are you beeping? People beep. How am I supposed to influence that? There's metal in front of me and a barrier. Don't worry. And this clown. Mm. <sighs> wow. But. Yeah, it was excellent. it was excellent, Gemma. I'm so glad you've had a good week. And I, I think that brings us to a very beautiful close, would you say? A beautiful close. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Can everybody. I just plug some stuff Please before plug. we do? Plug, plug, plug. Um I was just gonna t- can I just say about the tour, by the way. Thank you for people. Because yeah. I had I had three tour dates last week. Yeah. And I want to say a special thank you because what are you fiddling? Why? Why? Just carry on. 
Why? Why did you say that? Sorry. Was that affecting anything? No. Right, carry on then. You're fiddling. No, I don't care. That's because I'm cool and you're not. Carry on fiddling. Go on. Carry on fiddling. That's the yeah. one film they never made. Yeah. They should have done in I'm the just going to say, I need the toilet and I thought we were doing a very nice wrap up here so that I don't have to interrupt the podcast to go to the toilet. So I'm holding it in. So get on with what you're saying. Sorry, listener. Right. It's good to be the warm-up for Gemma's bladder. Yeah. Um, I had three tour dates last week. I had, uh, no, four. Leicester, extra date. Knaresborough, Darwin, not Australia, Blackburn, and Nottingham for the second time. Obviously fighting the throw. It was a stressful time, wasn't it, Gemma? Yeah, we we haven't got enough time on this podcast to discuss how stressful last week was. Should we do it on the Patreon? Possibly. I think we can or we can it. do it in relate. <sighs> yeah, it was a stressful time. Yeah, go on, I was carry resting on. my voice, uh, but the audience got me through it. Yeah. I explained at the start. Yeah. I didn't want to cancel again. Yeah, uh, and they were great. Yeah. They were really good. Yeah. and it was and they. So I want to thank everyone that came along to the tour. I really, really appreciate it. I particularly want to thank. There was a guy uh, in Nottingham on the front row mm. who was fifty-eight. Yeah, right, eighteen-month-old kid. Yeah. What do you reckon to that? Yeah. That put the cat amongst the pigeons, that. Because yeah. I sort of said, when he said, I'm 58, and I said, have you got, and he said, I've got a kid who's 18 months, and you could hear people in the audience, and I said, it's absolutely wonderful that he's bringing new life into the world, but I think, and I speak for the whole room, we just want to ask, why? Yeah. <laughs> because 58, you're clear. Mm. You've got two kids, you had kids of 20, they'd gone, mm. 58, mm. I don't know, it feels like... Mm. you're a glutton for punishment let's talk about it on the Patreon maybe okay. the benefits of being older father or younger father Charlie Chaplin maybe was that 72. was it 72 yeah that's ridiculous still firing them out still firing them out anyway well, men can stay fertile forever can't they yeah once it's in the balls it's in the balls yeah, um, yeah. I did this gig in Darwin mm. which is up near Blackburn which mm. is proper uh, jolly mm. and that the, and I got into a chat with the bloke and it was so funny I wish I'd have filmed it yeah so I said to this guy I said yeah. what do you do for a living yeah. and he says form form and I said this is how it sounded that's how okay. it sounded to my form. ear form I said you work in form so what, is that like horse racing? And he went, no, forum, forum. I said, what? So we were just shouting at each other. What? And I was going, form. And he's going, forum, forum, foam. Oh, God. Forum, forum. Where's he from? Blackburn. Forum. That's that's not how they say forum. Forum, forum. Yeah, to yeah. me, it sounded like form. Yeah. Forum, forum. And then everyone just shouted at me, "Forum!" Yeah, they just repeat the as same in, word. See, yeah, as in, "Forum!" As in, "Come on, you idiot!" He's saying, so "Forum!" We had like five minutes of this People thick just Yorkshireman form. just going, "Forum, forum, forum!" And he made foam for seats, and he actually made foam penises for hen nights. Wow. Wow. Anyway, so yeah, thank you to everyone who's come uh, on tour. We start again in May, Gemma, in Newcastle. So do check out that if you do want to come. I hope you have a wonderful day. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I hope I do as well. And I hope you have a wonderful day out there. I think you can't fail to have a wonderful day when you're wearing trousers like that. I would say to everyone out there, bye.
green trousers. Positivity pants. Positivity pants. Okay, positivity pants. And on that note, have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Brew with the Bennett. Subscribe. Do tell everyone you know, and we will speak to you again next week. Thank you for listening. Ciao. Goodbye. Bye. Tune in, it's Sunday morning.